What time is it? What time is it's it? Two time is it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Acre Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. What's going on, good people? And I am KC in the place to be, and that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. Yes. Yes. It's me. Fuck yeah. Anyways, what the fuck is going on, good people? Hi, guys. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without Um, a dope beat step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two, freaky, 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 baby girl. Uh. Anyways, I hope you guys are all doing well. <laughs> wow. I hope y'all living your very best life, bro. What the fuck, bro? This is wild. Anyways, I hope y'all living your very best fucking life, um, dancing and emphasizing, you know, living, living, um, adventurously, courageously. Productively, all of those good things, you know. What yeah, do you think? Because that living, living your best life shit is dead. All right? I mean, That's... but your best life could not be the best of lives. It could just be the best version of life for you. But Ooh, I, fuck I them up. I don't fuck them anybody, up. You don't even know. I don't think anybody lives their best life for them either. What do you mean? Are you I'm, talking about young like people living their best life to their standards? Yeah, no. I feel like everything <laughs> comes in waves and. Life is a series of moments. No, but everything comes in waves. So it's kind of like you, <laughs> everything is, is an EQ of high and lows. Um, so at one point you could be like, damn, like I'm killing this life shit, like making life my bitch. And then other times you're like, oh, life is Thanos. And it snaps his fucking fingers and it's it. Yeah, I've, I've literally never, um, never done that to her. Never had that pleasure of what killing his life shit. Like no, it's not happening. No, Sorry. I had moments where I was like, "Damn, it's a lot." I mean, my life is interesting. Like I had moments like that where it's just like it's a lot going on. My life is like that right now. It's just like it's a lot going on. I just want to sit down. Actually, I have been sitting down actually. So maybe that's the wrong terminology. Because I have actually been sitting the fuck down a lot lately. Haven't really been going out to, like, the club out. I've only been, like, just doing random activities or, like, sitting in the house. And, like, I don't even want to say watch TV. I don't know what it is. I've gotten really comfortable in my own company. I literally can just sit in my house, like, on my phone, like, Googling or reading articles, turn my TV on. And it ends up watching me. Like, I'm so behind on all my shows. But I literally just sit in the house all day and not do shit. The thing I've learned recently is I pay for a shit ton of shit that I don't fucking use. That's okay. You could turn off that sh- all the shit off. Well, don't, don't turn off Netflix, though. First thing, Netflix. Why, nigga? <laughs> I, I watch Netflix at work. I don't watch it at home. I watch it at work, though. The second thing, Hulu. Like, I have all these subscriptions. Why do you have Hulu? I mean, I don't have it, but it's like on my phone. I think no. I'm you not, logged into mine. I'm not using yours. I don't think. 
on my PlayStation I am with you. Yeah. But just in that in in that sense, like you know, no, nigga, you can't these- get rid of Netflix. That was our agreement, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck about what's going on now, nigga. You had Netflix and I had Hulu. That was the agreement. I'm sticking to it, nigga. That is a 2015 contract of our lives, and we gonna stick to the shit. You can take the kids, leave the Netflix. Okay, <laughs> take the kids, get rid of that fucking annoying ass dog, and make sure. Make Look, sure. Don't talk about my son like that. Uh, <laughs> you don't fuck with my Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I just realized that it's a lot of shit that we, you know, we have and shit that we don't really use. No, I, I had to like, do that too. Like, cause at one point I had Apple Music, Tidal, and Spotify, and I was just like, for what? Yeah, it makes no sense. It, it didn't make any sense. So I don't even want to pay for Spotify, like, cause. I already got the shit that I want in my own playlist, so I just play that, and you can have your little ass. By the time your ass come over, I'm at my destination, hopefully. Okay, can I have an early grind my gears? Because people are getting on my motherfucking nerves. I already had to cuss a dumbass bitch out about this on Facebook. Bro, I took a picture in my room, in my bedroom. First of all, I have a bed. Second of all, I have a whole room. Third of all, it's a nice ass room, and my room is always clean. I have OCD. The one thing I don't do a lot of times is make my bed up. Like, who the fuck thinks about that? I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck, kiss my ass. So I took a picture a couple weeks ago in my room. It's nothing on my floor. My bed is like in my blanket in my sheets in my, on my bed. And this bitch gonna comment and like, you should have cleaned your room first. You're mad because everybody's on here talking about I'm attractive and my ass is fat and you looking at the wrong thing. Like, first of all, my room is clean. My bed is not made up. And you a dumbass bitch that don't have a bed. And I blocked her because... I get the last word. Second of all, and this nigga just commented just now talking about some clean up. Same kind of thing. My bed just not made up. You don't even have a bed. If your fucking mattress is on the floor or you don't have a mattress or you just got a frame, don't fucking talk to me. We're not talking. We're not, we do, we're not on the same level. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. Right, I just, it um, literally just happened in real time. Yeah, I have another. Uh, I have a grind my gears too. <laughs> I might too. Fuck you blocked me on Facebook for money. I didn't block you, I deleted you. Oh, okay. Same difference. <laughs> this was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I bet that. You don't remember? Nope. It was when you pissed me off, nigga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's your fucking fake mad ass up. Continue. Alright, so what do we get into next? How's <laughs> how's your life? I don't know. I don't I don't follow you on Facebook. How's your life? You follow me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter? <laughs> Everybody. I didn't block you. All right, bro. Hey, shut your. Ooh, shut your ass up. <laughs> you deserve that shit. Damn. Irritating ass nigga. I'm dead. Anyways, like the fuck I was saying. <laughs> Fucking childish ass motherfucker. Ain't nobody about to play with you. Anyways, like the fuck I was saying. Um. Life is okay. <laughs> I just been minding my black ass business, working, um, trying to be all that I can be. No, but uh, seriously, that's just really new. Um, I'm trying to think what the fuck I've been doing. I was in like a little, like I was in like a little uh, mood for a while where I just really wasn't feeling shit. Which, if you listen to the show for any extent of time, you probably used to my boots. And when I'm not feeling shit, because we're usually away. <laughs> I was like, I try not to bring y'all sour ass energy. I know we have been, 
we have done shows where it's just like, look, y'all, we ain't really feeling it, but I just chose not to because I didn't really feel like even being bothered. It wasn't even like the show it had nothing to do with the show. It was just like, I don't really feel like being around people. I just want to be in solitude and like mind my black ass business until my friend forced me to get out the house, but it's just kind of like shit like that. So, yeah, we all got through it. I definitely was like in my little feelings and shit. So, I just really wasn't. I just needed a minute. But, I mean, no, I'm okay. I'm cool. Life Are you is a- sure? Uh, I mean, I guess, nigga, enough to be here. The fuck? Um, you live here. Enough to be in this room. <laughs> sitting in this chair with you, fucker. No. No, that's different. Yeah, because you a troll, nigga. But, um, <laughs> like I said. When I can figure this shit out, I'm going to have fun. You really just probably need, like, a mic to put next to it or something. No. Huh? No. No? No. Uh oh. No. How you know, nigga? Because I know. All right. <laughs> See, this is exactly why we ain't been recording. Because nobody got time for him. I'm out to deal with his shit. Anyways. Um, have any music or movie? I'm trying to think. I seen um Man in Black. That was okay. I wasn't. I'm be honest. Negative Nancy here. Yeah, we know. I'm I haven't really been interested in any movies that have come out. But I just feel like you're not really even a movie person. You've never been. I like ever since I've known you. I like movies, but You never want to go to the movies. True. Exactly, nigga. And also, if I'm devoting three hours of my time, I don't want to do it on chance. That's the whole point. I mean, but that's with anything. Chance is everything. You go on a date with somebody, you don't know that shit gonna be trash. You devoted some time hours of your time. Um, <laughs> sex, nigga. It might be ten to fifteen minutes, but you you uh wasted some of your time. Ten to fifteen minutes. All right, five to ten. So it's just five like you really ten, just don't even. Really, okay. um, really got me fucked up. Like I said, y'all really be knowing so. It's all you all. It, well, time is always. It's like the potential to waste it. Yeah, I mean, I'm always uh, considered to be like the eyeball and shit. Like, I'm not at all remotely excited about the Lion King. Like, not at all. Oh no, I don't really care about it either. But I was like that. I'm a, like, I, it's very few movies that I'm like, oh my god, I really want to see. I don't know if I talked about it on the the show, but I don't want to see live action of I like the Latin animated movies i mean but aladdin that was real people oh you talking about animals yeah i don't want to see that like the jungle book that came out like that wasn't like exciting yeah i want to see live action dragon ball z did they make a movie like that yeah i feel like it's really hard to make that live action it was it was garbage okay (laughs) absolutely terrible but like shit like that i really don't care for mortal kombat (laughs) terrible did they, did they make one another one of them recently? Like the last couple, like 10 years? Mm-mm. Oh, I don't know why I feel no. like I saw so, Okay. But yeah, stuff like that. Like Sonic. Like, we don't need a live action Sonic. They're the making only... a live action Sonic? Yeah. And so it's going to be a real hit? <laughs> I mean, no, it's going to be CGI, but still, they had complaints about how he looked because you can't recreate animation in real fucking life. Sorry. Can't do that. But it's just shit like that I mean that, the only reason I don't know if I want to see it Is because Beyonce <laughs> How you make a lion bad actor Whatever Alright 
that's not me. I'm just saying. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like even her fans know she can't act, so they can chill on me. Niggas love karma. I like Carmen too. It don't mean it was good, but I also like the movie Glitter, nigga. It don't mean that it was good. <laughs> what? I do like the movie Glitter. I love that movie. I was cry cry after that movie. All right. All right, Judgy. That says a lot. I cry on everything, so I feel like I'm not. My tear ducts is not very discriminatory about shit, so. It's a crybaby ass bitch at this point. But, anyways, so. Yeah. Um, life is cool. I've been. Um, I finally got lonely and I started <laughs> and I redownloaded all my day naps. <laughs> it's still fuck you niggas. So. Just sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, nigga? I'm I'm listening to your story. I'm trying I'm to get saying. your summary of your life, man. I'm just saying. Okay. I started downloading my day naps again and starting to look and see if there's any Bible candidates, which is probably not, because I mean, why would they be on a date now? But then, why would I would be on a date now? Well, anyways, um, I did that. All right, nigga. Um, so that's been going well, anyways. <laughs> I've been filling it out. Actually, I went on a date. It was cool. It was good. It was good date. You know what? The funny thing about my life is that I was talking to my best friend about this yesterday. It's just kind of like I was about to like tell a story, and I'm just like. She's like, do you think about the shit you be saying before you say it? Like, you be talking your whole no. life and you don't be thinking about who gonna listen to it and they gonna hear you talking shit about them. I'm like, damn, I really don't. <laughs> like, because most of the shit that I say about people on here, like, especially my friends, I would say to their face, but like, these niggas, them niggas not listening, so fuck y'all. Regardless. What? Well, I mean, shit, me and Chris had, had a little issue with what I said about him, and yeah, we talked about it. I'm like, yeah, I will. What happens afterwards? That ain't in my control, nigga, but that, that slap getting off, my nigga. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm just slapping the shit out of you. Whatever happened after that, that that's out of my control, but yeah, I'm going to take a shot. Yeah, I don't care. Look, this podcast is me exp- explaining my thoughts and shit. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll just be getting in trouble all the time. No, I don't. Cause I would say the same thing to that person, or those people, or whoever. Yeah, fuck it. These hoes. Like it is what it is. Like my opinions on this podcast are my actual opinions in real life, and I display those in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's funny because like the more I uh, do other shows and like mm-hmm. talk to um. All right, bro. The more I do other shows and appearances and stuff like that, Stop and like playing into it, nobody else can hear it but us. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, the more I do other shit, is I realize like I'm really known for like just like not fucking with niggas. Like, <laughs> like I know you have strong opinions. I'm known for being opinionated. My opinions on men, which I mean are not wrong, and then like that's mostly it. Being super passionate, ranting about shit. Yeah. And then that's how I, and I'm always like super like intrigued and like uh, I guess appreciative when people would, like really like appreciate my perspective on shit because I know I have a maybe a harsh delivery but it is what it is but yeah shit is cool I'm hanging out with my friends next weekend really excited about that really excited about that because I haven't really been going out I kind of just been like I got still been hanging out with my friend but we have we stopped going out. And so As you should 
That ain't shit out there. Bro. No, but honestly, that's one reason that I was cool. Okay, so my friend, she just got over going out. She was just like, it's not really my thing no more. It's just kind of like she just growing out of it. Me, on the other hand, as a single duff friend, it was just like... I'm not really trying to, What nigga I'm not really trying to, I said stop playing into it Okay nigga. nigga I didn't say that anyways Like I was saying I'm not saying that um, As a single duff friend I kind of like I was going out under the premise Like okay this is my opportunity to meet people Even though niggas in the club And I'm trying to do a fuck But it's like I get to meet people And get hit on Strike my ego a little bit You know take my cute ass home but in reality, these niggas be trashed. I mean, me anyway. So it's just like, I guess going out not really worth it. But sometimes I really just want to like go out and shake ass with my girls and like catch a vibe and like drink and shit, which I'm going to do all this weekend coming up. But my friend does not want to go out anymore. So we just kind of like, I haven't been going out with her, but my other friend will be in town. So we're going to be doing hood rest for like three days straight. Well, I don't know. We'll see, because we old. So, by day three, it might be like, <laughs> bitch, about that day party on Sunday. The morning of day two. <laughs> Maybe, shit, I don't know. When y'all niggas don't get up till seven o'clock at night. Who? Who don't get up that late? I mean, shit, I got in at six o'clock in the... Six thirty, almost seven o'clock in the morning today, and I still was up by 11. I can't sleep in no more. I can't sleep in like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I ain't really been doing shit. I stopped outside. Uh, it's been hot as fuck. Time or two, stepped outside, and look, man, that shit not for me. It's too many. Oh yeah, I don't really fuck with the heat. No, I'm not. I'm talking about like going out and shit and like boobs. that. Like that shit. Not... No, it's hot though. What? No, so, no, it is hot though. But anyways, yeah, you tell me you don't go out because you were lame. <laughs> no, I don't go out because <laughs> I don't like to look at niggas looking at me. Like that's not something that what? I enjoy. What you mean? No, if you ever notice, I, I thought mean, you were being like you talking about like you look like trade. No, oh. all right, bro. No, I thought that's what you were saying. You said you stopped looking, looking at you. When niggas go out, like <laughs> I go out specifically for the purpose of getting drunk, listening to music, and, and, and having bitches. It, and having a good time and shit. And but bitches. it's a gang of niggas that just go out with they niggas to just look like you know they hard and shit. Like, bro, you got dressed up just to walk around the club. Ain't, like y'all niggas is doing laps. It really depends on where you at. Now, we went to we ended up walking into Mr. B's yesterday. Well, I know, sorry. This is not a Michigan podcast. Um We ended up walking to Mr. B's yesterday. And when I tell you that shit felt like a college party. It was just sweaty and the floor was wet and it was hot. It was like whole people just out like everybody was just like living their very best lives. I mean we I'm sure it was people in the back like chilling, playing pool, but most people was just like Right, and that's Turn the fuck up And it's just like This is crazy lit enjoy I don't enjoy like Niggas just being pressed Walking around And shit like that like, Yeah oh, I'm like having, have a good time I actually wish time, I was buddy. like Drunk enough And dressed And in that mood To invite, enjoy that environment like, nigga, I, I'm here to I'm drinking And it's getting to the point Like I always wondered this But I'm wondering even more now What do you grown people do? Like what are you real older people do like in your 30s for real like 35 35 and up i asked that because at 28 when i go to the club i'm the young old bitch in the club 
So I'm trying to figure out like what do where do the fuck do old people go or do y'all stop going out? You go to like a cigar bar or like a lounge or something like that. So that's where the the thirties and thirty and up should be. That's a thirty and up crowd. Yeah, because it's kind of hard for the younger people to infiltrate those facilities. Because but that's but I mean I guess that's the thing that's fucked up because. I want that going out experience. Like, I want to, like, go out, hear good music, shake my ass and, like, vibe, you know, get a little hustle in, maybe, like, but that old people not doing that, because when you do go to an old people venue, they listening to Frankie Beverly and Maze, and they sitting there trying to ballroom and everything. I'm saying, like, I still want to turn up, but I don't want to be the old person around a, a whole room full of 21 to 23-year-olds. Well, that's when you create your own establishment. Okay. No, I'm I'm being. No, honest. I know. No, I know. I'm I know. It's just like I'm, like I'm essentially like okay, so I need a, a 25 and up juke joint. Like <laughs> that's essentially what I'm requesting. That sounds delightful. Actually. It does. That, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's when you create your own establishment to where yeah, we play what I want to fucking hear, and you mix some of the little old school yeah. shit every now and then. Yeah. Just do something different But we don't <clears throat> Again It is all about location Yeah I'm pretty sure. sure you can go to places And it's exactly what you want And it's ten of those But you can't find shit like that Yeah it definitely depends on where you Like okay like yesterday What was that Where we got Miss Beast I felt like the crowd might have been a little younger It was No I know when I go to Annex Sorry, I know we talk about all this Detroit shit and us missing y'all, but whatever. I don't go to Annex, and that is usually where I'm like getting hit on by 22 year olds. And it's just like, I'm old enough to be your auntie at this point. So I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. But yesterday wasn't that bad. I think guy was talking to me, he was like two years younger than me. But even still, it's just like, especially because women. Usually date up in age And guys usually date down Do you think that's by design Just because we've been Mature slower What'd you say Well unfortunately Right now I'm at the Midpoint So What do you mean by that I'm in the middle So I have You know you have women That are In their Mid thirties And you also have women Who are in their Mid twenties mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle So it's like Oh, so you saying you could date between twenty five and thirty five, pretty much? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily like it. Don't I don't want to date nobody like super old, but I don't, definitely don't want to date nobody super young. What's I don't want to look. I don't. It's about life. I don't want to date anybody who has not been through shit in life. Okay, if you still got the fucking milk behind your ears and shit like that, and you just think the world's this great place and you're gonna grow up to be whatever the fuck you want to be, I don't want to date you. Oh, uh, but that's how young people are in general. Like, I honestly, I felt bad because that was one of those things where it was just like a, a, a eye opening moment. I say that because it was literally like, talk to this young nigga, twenty one. Fresh out the womb You know what I'm saying And like Literally He was just saying Like our generation Don't care And it's just like I'm really I guess I'm caught up in that And I guess that's why I gotta stay in my generation Of men Because it was just like You know we don't care You know what I'm saying Them niggas like Dress like little Uzi And like Don't They're not as uh, They're I guess they don't really Deal with the Toxic masculinity In such a way like They just do what they fuck they want 
And he was saying all this shit like it was a good thing. Like, yeah, like we just mind our business. Like, that's why we don't vote. That's why we don't do it. I'm just like, none of these things sound like good characteristics. Like, I want I don't want to talk to nobody that don't care about the world. Like, they don't care about nothing outside of their own like space. And it was just kind of like, not that I was seriously about to date a 21 year old, but I'm just saying, like, just a conversation of like, he's like, yeah, our generation just don't care. And we don't care what y'all think. We don't care about the older generations. Like, nobody's going to tell us that our clothes should be baggy. Nobody's going to tell us that we need to be more masculine or that we should do this or that we should do that or that we should vote or that we should care. We could grow our hair and dye our hair. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's more, they're more free and because they don't get, they have a, I don't give a fuck attitude. That's what he said about the, his generation of like, young I mean, people. but it, I think it's really the in between because I know I don't give a, you know, I wear different shit. I like colors and shit like that. You're not I about like to be in no skinny jeans where you can't move though. I have skinny jeans where I can't move in them. I don't wear them often. I'm not talking. No, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Where them niggas like it mostly be. Sorry, the majority that wear pants where it's just like, oh, did you tuck and tape your dick? Because them pants is tight as fuck. Like tighter than any pants I own, nigga. I don't even wear jeans because they uncomfortable. So. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine, but it's super. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that freedom. Like, a lot of people feel like they have to keep up with the norms and shit. And that ain't necessarily, especially nowadays, that's not necessarily catered for us. Like, the norm is, like, what we, the rappers, like, all the rappers are. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, at first everybody was like, it's kind of the same thing how, like, this generation of young people look down, like, I'm not saying none of this shit is right, but it's like they are like scammers and swipers versus drug dealers, right? And gang members, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like it's just nigga. Even the crimes, the the paths of crime that are being chosen are different. Yeah, see, everything is the easy way out. So they don't like yeah. Like just the drug dealers groups not do the drugs. These niggas are on lean and popping pills. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like so much crazy shit. And I'm not trying to judge. I just don't want to deal with it. Like, because honestly, like, I'm a person, like, I fully subscribe to, like, not giving a fuck. I don't give a fuck about a lot of things. I just kind of mind my black ass business. I agree up to a certain point. But I don't get, like, I care about stuff that matters. Like, voting matters to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? People die, you know, people die for my right to vote. Voting matters to me. As a woman, as a black woman, all these things that voting matters. Um, then like in general society, we're destroying the fucking earth. Like I was like, we're this is not a time to not give a fuck. In my opinion, like so many so many critical things going on for elections and all of this different stuff that we should be caring about. So I don't want to date nobody. Like I don't care about nothing. I already don't care for everybody. I I don't care about shit myself when it comes to like trivial things. Like I don't give a fuck about your feelings. And I'm saying, I don't give a fuck about how you think I should feel. But when it comes to like stuff like that, you're like, oh, you know, my generation, like, did it. Save it. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't want to deal. I don't. I won't. I refuse. So it really just depends. I don't know. Well, um, well, I don't know. What do you think? Like, what's your age limit? 25? Fuck no. Um, maybe. Maybe 27. Nigga, what? You only, what are you, are you 30? Are you 30? Yeah, three years out, three years now. That's the limit. 
So th- 27 to 33 yeah, I know what y'all saying Well you know Your your blessing might be 24 but Guess what Right I'm, Gonna get you a little hot soon <laughs> I'm gonna miss yeah, yeah you see how that worked out Yeah Fucking idiots Anyways <laughs> Oh yeah There's such an age difference But we love each other Like uh, It's not gonna work it's same thing like somebody tells me that when you like when it comes to date young niggas like oh okay you can mold them I don't ever think like that I get that I get I the I don't want to mold anybody that I, is but not I don't even think job. see that's the thing it's different for y'all to date down women can't really date down because like I feel like me at twenty five could have been ready for marriage a nigga at twenty five or twenty three right now and I'm ready and I'm twenty eight. 20, almost 29 you know what I'm saying any relationship I have right now will you be will have to be for me to participate in it you date me with intent of this being something serious and marriage and children being in our future oh yeah he just wanna know what kind of tricks you got up your sleeve that's what I'm saying like I feel like most of the time when young niggas on me now it's just like oh she gonna turn me out and I'm not about to first of all I'm not popping pussy so you gonna waste your time no pussy shall be popped that's fine, niggas. The young niggas are multitask. I didn't learn that. Like, like you know, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I uh, I got some young niggas, and them niggas are wild. No, I believe it, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not popping pussy, so we don't have no reason to associate with our with each other anyway. Because if that's what you want, you gonna waste your time. I'm very, like I said, I'm very knowledgeable. I know I live far. I don't have, so I precursor anybody. I know you said you was gonna come out here so we can go to dinner. But if you think you coming out this way versus us meeting downtown halfway, it's going to get you any closer to my house. Let me just stop you right there. You're not coming in here. And fellas, I'm a, uh, it's a so. PSA. Stop trying to come over to these females' house. Like, you might get fucked up. Like, I seen something like that. It's like a pre-date where like, it's like, I don't want to waste my... I saw an article. A guy was saying, guys are saying they don't want to waste their time. So they want guys, girls to come over and chill for a pre-date to catch the vibe to see if it's worth going out. Sounds pre-date scary. sounds like pre-come coming out because you're trying to fuck. And I'm not doing it. You got me fucked up. No pre... <laughs> no pre's, nigga. Nothing. No pre-come. No pre-dates. No, none of that. I'm not, I'm not fucking with it. So... I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. It's really simple. As you mature and shit, like you want somebody who, you know, doesn't annoy the fuck out of you and is stable. That's the hard part. Finding somebody don't annoy you. Well, yeah, if you're easily annoyed, then yeah. But that's the thing, though. That's the catch twenty two. You're only annoyed by people who you don't like. And then it's just like, but I understand men in that way. Because it's just like, especially like if you're attractive, you have anything going for yourself, you gainfully employed, maybe you don't have no children, you probably ain't shit, right? Because you don't have to be shit. Because it's not a lot of men with their shit together, with those same attributes. So you can be a you can be a trash bucket, like super horrible human being but bitch is still gonna want you because it's like oh my god this nigga got a job a car a house or a place or whatever the case may be he got his whole life figured out he's taking care of himself he ain't got no kids or maybe he got one i don't know whatever you know what i'm saying whatever is attractive and he and he's attractive and tall and it's just like this nigga is yeah, now continue with this height discrimination this nigga can have anybody on earth he fucking wants you know what I'm saying? And then we outnumbered them like fucking 17 to 1 or some astronomical ridiculous number like that. 
And so the niggas that feel like they got it all together, they can have. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna subscribe to that and make sure they have seventeen bitches. And so seventeen bitches. I'm good. I'm That's why I'm be rolling. You said what? Seventeen. Yeah, these bitches. These niggas got rosters, nigga. They got football team lineups. Twenty people. How many people on the football team? Forty. Fifty-two. They got fifty-two. Oh, bitches. Okay, maybe basketball team. Now. How many of them motherfuckers? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. All right, that's close enough. Yeah, they got basketball lineups out here. You know what I'm saying? Fifteen, seventeen people. Water boy, tie boy included. And that's what they're doing out here, which is why I haven't been dating for so long. But now I'm just getting bored and lonely, and so I guess I'm not necessarily opening up my heart or my legs, actually. But I'm opening up my mind to the idea of dating. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm, yeah, as you guys can tell, like this is really low key. This is our 100th episode, and we just want to shoot the shit with y'all. We've been on for a while, so we don't want to have to play that catch up game and go over all the topics that happen while we're gone. We're just gonna talk shit. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. And also a very big thank you to our first time listeners. A thank you to our returning listener. Yes, anybody that may fuck with us, it's a hundred episode in this beach. So if you've been listening from the beginning, bless you, because some of them beginning episodes was hey, rough. Oh, wait, wait. If you <laughs> if you've listened from episode one, DM me, <laughs> please. Please. I want to know what kind of medicine you take. no but seriously like if you've been listening from the beginning like shout out to you like that's dope as fuck we definitely appreciate anybody that listens to the show but if you've been listening since day one or even if you somebody maybe you haven't listened since the beginning but you went back and backlogged and listened to everything like that's dope as fuck shout out to you like um don't judge us at all huh please don't judge us no, don't judge us for sure. But if no, seriously, if you're like um, you know, early listener or whatever, just um actually email us at our email as two AM podcast at gmail dot com or whatever, you know, you fuck with us. And we would like send you a shirt or something. Just um off the love. Hundred episode shit. So just um Oh, wait a minute. DM us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute Like I said nigga Anyways yeah So I mean Yeah It's beeping in this bitch Talking shit Minding our black ass business So much has changed You know what I'm saying Seriously Look if you go back and listen to the first five minutes Of um What was the first episode Started what, from was the that bottom the bottom? First episode Yeah if you go back and listen to the first five minutes of Started from the bottom and then listen to any episode within the last year. Yeah, shit didn't change. Damn, I wonder what. Like now, I'm, you are gonna have me go do it. Yeah, it's uh, it was our first episode where I had bought the podcast equipment for a Christmas gift, and we were still in a relationship. Oh yeah, we definitely were dating. We were dating for like what the first year. Yeah, uh, uh, roughly. <laughs> Whatever, long time ago. Yeah, so I mean, it's funny. <laughs> we had one mic and a mixer and a laptop. Like, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good mic or a good mixer. 
Yeah, shit. Nigga, we don't even use that laptop no more, to be honest with you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. Growth is crazy. Wild growth. But anyways, back Casey to me. Casey wasn't as angry. Was I not as angry? No, you were angry at the world. I think I knew that. I mean, I've always knew whether I'm single in a relationship the niggas was a shit. But I mean, now it's more like, I mean, it's more relative because I know that um, I actually have to deal with these niggas. Like, I have to deal with their ain't shitness. So maybe that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know you had a. Uh, Megan a Stallion topic that you wanted to discuss. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it really wasn't a topic. I was surprised. I came across it on Twitter. Um, it was a thread uh, talking about how men um, don't find Megan the Stallion attractive. Now, let me disclaimer this with saying. No, let me disclaimer this by saying right. the niggas in the thread that don't find her attractive have something wrong with them. I understand everybody has preferences, but. Beauty is beauty. Nigga, like, that's not, not a motherfucking disclaimer. Let me fucking disclaim. <laughs> Shit. That's your opinion. That's not a disclaimer. Nah, my, not my fucking disclaimer. Them niggas is gay. I understand. That's rude. Okay, now. I understand that you don't have, everybody don't have to be attracted to everybody. I know that's not going to be the case. I know that people might find my beautiful ass unattractive. It is what it is. People might find Hendrix unattractive. Like, what? Exactly. But somebody might. I mean, me already. But <laughs> you want to repeat that a little bit later? You already, nigga. But I'm just playing like, so beauty is not, I hate saying that, I mean, so generic, but beauty is an eye of a holder, real talk. So it's just like, yes, I understand that everybody don't have the same preferences, but a whole cluster of males and a specific, you know what I'm saying, type black niggas um talking about this woman being unattractive and it's just like what the fuck bro she's fucking beautiful and the pictures i saw her that they had in that thread like are y'all fucking kidding me and every time i saw some niggas be talking about her nose because it's i guess wide or something i guess look i'm gonna be honest she do got a funny face sometimes depending on the angle but she is still, still beautiful regardless. she's pretty as fuck like she has pretty ass skin like she has a nice smile. Her body's great. Her personality is great. I like her voice. Like I just feel like I don't. So I don't know. And uh, the the reason I was interested in this topic is because it sparked a larger debate about racial and uh, being sorry, women being racially ambiguous, and how black men only feel inclined some 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 black men only feel inclined to support or lust after women that are racially ambiguous you know what i'm saying that they're not you know what i'm saying more white adjacent lighter skin you know what i'm saying all these different things you know what i'm saying they don't have maybe you don't have a wide nose or you don't have full lips like you don't have traditional black features which is weird because black men love when white women and other women buy black features they just don't like their black features on black women which is because it's just like we're regular and i it was i wish i can remember exactly what it said in the thread and it was just like my traditional blackness of just being like i might be naturally thick i'm not i have natural full boobs and full lips and you know what i'm saying regular hair 
I'm brown or dark skin, and I'm the ren- I'm the regular around the way girl, and because of that, you see no value in me. People find value in things that aren't accessible to them. That is the conclusion that I've come to. A lot of times when people see the superstars of fair skin and shit like that, they know they have no chance in hell. Well, men. Men know they have no chance in hell at them. So they tend to get lusty. And they disregard all the people. Like, say, a because I, I heard some stuff during the BET Awards about... Uh, Regina Hall Like oh yeah Like we could've got Somebody better than Regina Hall Like she ain't really cute I'm like nigga I will kill you Regina Hall is fine as fuck (laughs) Nigga I will kill you What is the standards That you niggas have I'm I'm dying to know I crush on Regina Hall For the longest And it's because She looks like A normal person I find normal You know what I'm saying But I'm saying She presents herself As a normal person I find that shit Attractive as hell Because when you have all these people who are trying to do the most and shit like that, for somebody to come out and just be regular and shit and be more so understanding than anything, it's like, that's dope. I appreciate that. Yeah. To be a regular person. Like, we need more regular people. Everybody's not a celebrity. Everybody doesn't need to hold themselves like they're a celebrity. But the fucked up thing about it is that it goes almost back to the point I've made, I'm sure, at this point, a hundred fucking times on this show and platform is that it's just like... We're just not enough. Like it's it's nothing exotic about us. Like people niggas can love Rihanna because she you know so she's from the island. You know what I'm saying? Like even though she, no matter how much of a regular black woman she might be, she you know what I'm saying got light eyes and you know what I'm saying she got an accent. Just as simple as that. Like it'd be the smallest little things. Like you want them to be exotic and fair skin, maybe good hair, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever good hair is. But you know, looser texture, wavy hair, right? And but you want them to have a fat ass, and it's just like it's just weird. Like you want those black features, but you don't want them. Oh, I mean, why the Kardashians can buy lips and hips and dips and whatever the fuck the case may be, and fuck every black man known in a man because you know what I'm saying they white ass women purchase a whole bunch of black shit. It's like I'll just take this ass and these tits and these hips and these lashes and these lips. Yeah, man, it's, it's <laughs> and go catch me a nigga. It's just I don't I don't get it, but I do know that I have always been different in that. Like I've always been attracted to not only black women but darker skinned black women, and that is not the norm at all. And I understand that. So my opinion on that is like different. I understand that most people, you know, most men, most black men don't feel the same way that I feel. So I always have to give. Because black men hate black women. Nah. I won't say that. Yes, they do. I will say that black men are some of the most easily brainwashed people on earth. We play way too much into what society holds as standards. You gotta have this car. You gotta have these what does clothes. That have to do with you? Okay, never mind. Sorry. Huh? I got distracted by reading a tweet in this dumbass thread. So. Uh, I was supposed to say. I thought I was making sense. No, you were. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> like you gotta have these these clothes, this car, this amount of money. You gotta have this 
particular type of woman on your arms and shit in order for you to be somebody in life. And a lot of niggas play into that. And it's sad because you can be the guy who married his high school sweetheart and had like three kids and y'all got a good job with a, you know, picket fence, white picket fence in the house and suburbs and shit like that and be completely content with life. But niggas want the most. But that's true though. That's where I think the whole idea of starter wife and having access to it. It's kind of like something like with Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? Kind of thing like he had his first wife that was a, a regular black girl and then he got on and got rich and it was just like, oh, hey, actually I can have this tall and racially ambiguous thin, you know, very aesthetically pleasing, traditionally attractive person on my arm. Right. And like it, t- it's like a status symbol. I made it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really what it what it comes down to. Black men do the same thing with white women too. I mean, they do it with any body, but black women. But that's because we're at the bottom of the totem pole, and it's not a lot of people that appreciate us. And that's why I take not not in an ungrateful way, but I do take compliments with a grain of salt because I don't really know what. I mean, but you are cute for a dark skinned girl. Oh, I'm gonna punch you in the face. But, but it's such a common thing, though, like a common <laughs> notion. I haven't actually got that in a while, but like I was at a club yesterday at the bar. This guy was just like, I just want to let you know, like, you are the prettiest thing in here. And da, 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 that's great. And I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I wholeheartedly appreciate it because honestly, I know people don't have to compliment me, and I and I appreciate who would go out of their way to tell me something like that. I'm always grateful, but that's also a reason why people fuck with me because I haven't been considered attractive my whole life. Um, and with with that being the case, I'm also humble and gracious. If you are somebody that's been deemed attractive your whole life, you probably just like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, nigga, duh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm fine. And you want to fuck and you want to give me your money. Like, I've never felt like that because I've been ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been undesirable, whether it's because I was dark skinned or because I was tall or because I was fat or whatever. I've been considered unattractive most of my life. So it's just like, I'm still always shocked and kind of like, oh, okay. If somebody finds me attractive because it's just not common. So. Yeah, I don't take compliments, Will. I don't. Well, you're just an asshole. No. Because you had like you, like you said earlier, the cliche beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I've been looking at me for thirty years. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. But see, I don't even think that the reason I said it because so much of our, even though it's not supposed to, listen, hear me out, follow me. Even though it's not supposed to, so much of our self worth and feelings about our attractiveness. And everything is directly attributed and correlated with how the outside world treats us. And I'm not saying it's right because it's something that is innate. Like, I feel like you can manipulate that and grow out of it as you get older and you become conscious of that. And you can just, you can determine and decide for yourself your self-worth and build self-love for yourself regardless of how other people feel about you. But especially when you're young and you're coming up, we are continuously conditioned 
based off our experience and it was reinforced in us. If it's been reinforced in you since you were younger and you was a kid, that you're pretty or you're handsome or that you're attractive and that people are going to want you and desire you and people find, and you know what I'm saying? People want to be your friend. People want to be around you. People love your energy. Like if that's been reinforced in you, you carry that. But if somebody hasn't, if from the beginning of time, your lifetime, you've been nothing but torn down, teased, bully ridiculed mistreated told you were unworthy told you were unattractive said you were ugly fat black whatever the case may be you internalize that in a way and it's like that's what you see for yourself in a lot of ways you know what i'm saying like it was a point where i can go out and i get hit on it's like i'm ugly i guess i'm just ugly but now i'll look in the mirror and be like okay i know i'm cute as shit so maybe i'm just not cute to them or they dumb you know what I'm saying like it's like I don't internalize it in the same way I used to when I was more insecure and you get that conditioning when you're younger because conditioning really is a thing so it's just like it changes over time so even though you're saying like I look at myself every day I don't feel I feel like beauty is fleeting and I'm not as beautiful as I once was or handsome as I once was I see what you're saying, but I don't. Because if it's been nothing but enforcing your whole life that, oh, you're attractive, you're attractive, you're attractive, you're attractive, Mr. Perfect and Mr. Conceited, I'm pretty sure your ass was not ever really like, oh, I'm ugly. That's just facts. So with that being the case, what you're saying is bullshit. <laughs> I say all that to say. <laughs> no, what I mean is like, you know, you have, you have people who look at you and they look at you. Like, you know you know what you've been through what you're going through like you can look in the mirror and see the the hairs is you know out of place the the blemishes and shit like that like you I, see and that. i call i have a word for that it's called fake modesty i have a friend that does that all the time a term for that not a word he does that all the time like i'll be like oh you know you're attractive and he'll literally sit there and like oh but my pores is a little open right and i'm just like Bro, get the fuck off my phone. Like, get get out the fuck. I'm, you literally sitting there trying to antagonize the point I'm making to prove me wrong, which is like, you just be, just accept a compliment and move on. Like you saying, like, oh, like, oh, you know, well, right, I can't I shave mean. right here because I got hair bumps. So it's like, it's like my, my, my skin not perfect. Like, nigga, like, all right, nigga. But I really mean it. I, I, got, mean. I got dark spots right here. Can you see them? Look, and I'm just like playing on my insecurities, bro. No, I can't fucking see them. You're lying. It's nothing there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but it goes back to the differences of people. Like, so yeah, it just happens to be a majority of people who, or at least on that thread, who feel the way that they feel about Megan Thee Stallion, and it's unfortunate because I'm pretty sure a person like her in that position doesn't give a fuck but at the same time if you see something so much it's like crazy because the picture of her standing next to i forgot who the dude was but it was a picture of her standing next to i think he might have been a rapper or something like that and the fact that she like towered over she's like five ten. yeah but she made that she's made that known like yeah i'm five ten, and i wear heels all the time so i'm probably about six three so yeah yeah I mean, you niggas are short. I've been trying to tell y'all. I took Megan Thee Stallion, if y'all to realize it. I've been trying to tell y'all forever. You niggas are little. That's we don't feel safe. Okay? Get it together. 
Um, th- oh, this is a tweet I was trying to find about the Megan Thee Stallion thing because people kept saying we were like, oh, you know, she's a regular black girl. You know, niggas want to play stupid. You know, gaslight one on one. And they're like, what's a regular black girl? And this girl, and this girl explained it. So I'm gonna read this to y'all for you niggas in the back, in the front and side, because y'all are dumb. Okay. Regular black girl meaning that she's not a part of the I'm mixed with this or that brigade. I'm a regular unambiguous black girl. I have two black parents. I never get asked what I'm mixed with and I'm around and I'm from around the way. But y'all know the answer to that. Y'all already knew that's what the fuck they meant when they say it. But niggas like to play stupid as you know. So, and throughout this thread, it was like that a thousand times. Well, what's a regular black girl? What's a re- you know exactly what people mean when they say that a regular black girl? What you mean? No one has to ask you what you're mixed with. No one has to ask you know ask you if you're black. No one has to ask you you know what I'm saying where your parents from or no shit like that. Like it's just like oh okay this is a black girl she black. You know what I'm saying? It's no doubt in anybody's mind what the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? Regular chick from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Niggas feel like you're accessible maybe. I don't know what the fuck it is. But at the end of the day, I don't know where all this fucking Megan hate is coming from. No Megan slander will be ever tolerated. I think she's beautiful. That's my opinion. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in that. But I know that it comes down to the bigger issue. And you can pick one. Is it colorism or is it black the black man's fetish of others like it can be it's any of these things or all of these things at the same time actually and um i mean i gave a good friend of mine shit recently for what i mean i we always give each other shit like he knows i like dark-skinned girls he Do likes you? yeah Okay, I was asking. He likes fair-skinned women and shit. Most so. men do. Most black men do. Yeah, so we always give each other shit and shit. So it was a particular thread. We shared, like, Twitter threads or whatever, and it was, like, a chocolate female thread. And I shared it in one of our group chats, and I was like, you know, I know y'all niggas ain't going to appreciate it, but it's a couple niggas in here. He was like, well, actually, I have a, you know, I have a dark-skinned girlfriend. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, look at you. Come Coming over to the dark side, nigga. He was like, "No, don't say that. Like, it was just, you know, it's just like, it's cool. I'm fucking with you, but that goes to the point. Like, you know, when you have this pattern, mm-hmm. a lot of people get stuck in that. Like, because there's really no reason. Like, whether somebody's light skinned or dark skinned, like if y'all vibe, y'all vibe. But if you intentionally, you know, throw somebody of a different skin tone on a back burner. Because they're that skin tone, like it's not. That's not cool. Like, so if you got good vibes, but she dark skin and you like light skin people, so you can't fuck with her. That's an issue. Vice versa as well. So, yeah, that was just funny to piggyback off of what you were saying. Like, it's unfortunate that we are still so far into living on this fucking earth, and this shit is still an issue. That people don't appreciate their own people for whatever reason it might be for their color, their um, hair texture, their body features, height, all that shit. Like, like who you like, love who you love, and don't run your fucking mouth on social media about the fact that you don't like this one particular person that doesn't know that you fucking exist. Like, stop. Because then we get to talk about you on our podcast. 
Pretty much. <laughs> so, um, we missed out on the NBA draft, and NBA free agency is upcoming. Um, I know you're a Warriors fan. Um, are you sad about losing Kevin Durant, potentially? I mean, yes and no. Okay. I guess it really depends on who we get in return. Nobody, probably. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, we won. We, I mean, we got a ship without him. So, I mean, I don't think he's... I do think that he helped us, but I don't think that we necessarily need him. And I feel like if we... I feel like if we already know... Like, I think this season it happened, you know what I'm saying? We lost him during the season versus... You know what I'm saying? Already being prepared, going through training, doing all of this stuff, getting ready for the season, and knowing that that nigga not on the team and adjusting accordingly, yeah. which we can do next season. So I feel like we'll be okay if he does decide to leave. I will say this. I don't know if this is really a thing or if it's a rumor because I have followed basketball. Like, I have followed sports for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I like to stay relatable to the niggas. Um... If the Lakers really do get this nigga, I don't ever want to hear anybody say anything about a motherfucking super team because LeBron James, AD, and KD would be a ridiculous motherfucking setup. All right. Yeah, come on, Lakers fan. Let's hear it, nigga. Let's Lakers fan here. As you guys know, I have been appalled from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> I did not want LeBron James and his fucking sideshow in Los Angeles. I would have rather suffered and built from the ground up. But guess what? We got him. And in the meantime, we lost Magic Johnson. We lost our coach and Luke Walton. Um, we traded basically the one of the best young cores in the league for an injury-prone seven-footer. He's a top five, top seven player in the league, but Anthony Davis has not played a complete season in his fucking career, including college. So, with that being said, I wasn't necessarily the happiest about the trade, but I knew it was going to happen regardless. Do you, uh, sidebar, just interrupt. Do you think that they're going to go to the championship next year? No. No. What about finals? Did they make the finals though? I mean, the, the finals or the playoffs or what? They'll make the playoffs. I don't feel like they'll make the finals okay. without some assistance from the league. But as yeah, far as the last slot on the match. Or yeah, the other one I was hearing was uh, Kawhi too. I heard he was might come there. I believe Kawhi Leonard has way too much integrity to join the Los Angeles Lakers. Why is that? Especially after winning the championship in Toronto. I feel like he's always been the kind that wanted to be an individual. But he also wanted to leave that organization too, though. Yeah, he wanted to leave San Antonio because they were trying to force him. Basically, the same thing that happened to Kevin Durant. They were trying to force him to play before he was ready. And he said, fuck y'all. I'm not playing. I don't feel good. He still, this season, had some injury problems because he's not completely healed from his injury. So, yeah, he said, fuck y'all. I'm not playing. Trade me. So, what do you think about you think Kawhi go leave, though? Kawhi will either stay in Toronto or go to the Los Angeles Clippers. Because he wants to the Lakers, though. It has been said that he wants to go home to California and yeah. So maybe that's why people think he wants to the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. I don't think KD's coming to the Lakers. 
But what, but Kawhi might. Honestly, shit, Kawhi might be more of a threat than KD. Well, KD's not playing next year, so yeah. Oh, well, then he really don't matter. He's a non-motherfucking factor regardless. Who cares where he going? That nigga can stay home. The one thing I do not want at all, I do not want Kyrie Irving on my fucking team. Okay? Oh, yeah. He free too, right? At all. I do not want Kyrie Irving on my so team. So what? Your starting lineup would be like LeBron, AD. It doesn't matter the starting lineup. After Kawhi. the starting lineup, there's nothing. <laughs> like we literally traded all. Was it everything? Ka- Kawhi, nobody. LeBron, Anthony Davis. That's it. That's all we got room. And we then Kyrie. No, we only got room for three, and ain't Kyrie. nobody taking no pay cuts. So yeah, we got room for three max players. Hopefully they uh. So would they need one more? Yeah, hopefully they divert from so that. So what if you if you have to choose who you who would you take, Kyrie or uh, Kawhi? Gun in my head, Kawhi, of course. But I want three actual functioning bodies on the team instead of one superstar who's going to be on low management for the whole season. So we'll have three low management max players. I don't want that. Fuck that. No. I mean We only need them For the playoffs Like well If they not playing During the regular season They might not make the playoffs But that's the thing That's kind of fucked up Honestly Because I feel like That's way more Of a super team Than Golden State Ever was Cause even though The Golden State Like that's the thing Golden State to me To me And this is a Personal uh, opinion To me I think that they're More reminiscent Of like The 4 Pistons because I don't feel like they really have stars, stars. Like, I mean, I, I like Steph Curry is a great player. Clay is a great player. Draymond is a great player. But they're a great team. LeBron is a individual great player. Kawhi is an individual great player. Like, those people are just like, oh, they're stars. I don't think that any of the people on Golden State has the same star power as LeBron or Kawhi or something like that. Mm. Yeah. I don't like the comparison. Like, maybe when KD was there, like, KD would probably be the closest thing to a star they had, but nothing is touching the fucking, like, LeBron as a star individual player. Like, oh, you carrying the team. I feel like um, Golden State is like, okay, one, like, we all got to show up to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Versus it being like, okay, this one person going to get us. I might be having a bad game, but they going to take care of it. They'd be good. You know, LeBron got us at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's caring about the fifth person from the bench. Being great, we got LeBron versus like okay, everybody on this team got to show up and show out every time for Golden State to get where they need to be. Yeah, I don't like the comparison though. What you mean between Golden State and the Pistons? Why? Just because Golden State actually drafted their team and the Pistons team was more so torn, more so off of trades. But other than that, yeah, it's comparable. Well, I'm just saying as far as like how the team aspect, like I feel like they worked as a team. Like I feel like when the O for Pistons when they won and when they went back to the finals the next year, I think. Mm-hmm. They actually was just like I don't think it was really no stars. That was a team. Like that was a you needed that team to be at the level they were at as a team. And I think the same thing about Golden State. Like Golden State competes as a team in the same way that the Pistons did in 04. It was no like, oh, this is a superstar. Yeah. I got like you. yeah, I got you. Like wherever wherever LeBron go, that's his team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So ladies, be on the lookout. You know, turn on ESPN today. You might have a superstar coming to your city. So we're trying to see where Kawhi, Kawhi going. So wait, is, 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 is KD even going to choose a team when he can't even play next year? 
Yes, people are offering him a max contract, even though he's going to be out the whole year. Same, really? Same thing with Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson might play in March. And when the season start? October. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, shit, we might not make it to the playoffs. I mean, if <laughs> if Golden State was smart, um, I would essentially tell Steph Curry to go. Tell you, you and Aisha and the kids, y'all go to Italy. Hey, us help a fucking ball. Draymond and probably on his way out next season, so let him go and get sixteen texts and shit and get suspended. Um, yeah, we're gonna tank. We're gonna get a first draft pick and the year after this, we'll be straight. If it was me, but you know, I mean, they about to go the whole okay, they about to okay, they about to lose K D. But it's not even honestly, I'm not even thinking about losing K D. If they losing K D and Clay about to be out the whole season. Damn near. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. So no point attacking Steph. Tell him it's sit his ass Yeah, down. don't text. Oh yeah, for real. Fucking. Uh, Cause you don't want to wear him out. Fake, you know, fall down steps and shit. Draymond, oh, he needs to sit his crazy ass on oh, Yeah. So. so it would be a lot. Yeah. Oh. Damn, they took hits this year. Yeah. Hmm, we well, talk, I mean, it's a good range too. We actually talk sports today, guys. We really just chilling. Hmm. That's the thing It's funny Because I was at the table yesterday I went to a meetup And I was talking about them I'm like yeah They traded da, 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 da. And I'm like This guy's like You You watch basketball I'm like I don't I, And I was like Nah I mean Not really I'm not, I'm too competitive to watch it I was like I just I just stay up On current events and I shit. mean It's not hard That's why I don't understand Like It's not necessarily hard I'm saying like Women don't necessarily Go out of their way To know that kind of stuff But you have to be relatable Look Besides no, these, niggas not relatable. Niggas don't give a fuck about nothing but the video game. Psh, that might be it. Besides Sports this Center. podcast, there would be no reason Maybe anime. for me to have followed the shade room. I don't give a fuck. It's going to be on the time. I don't care about the shade room either. I'm so, saying, so, but it's, that's a lot of people live on the shade room. I mean, basically, like that, like, I don't watch. I'm one of the few people that don't. I don't watch reality TV. Like I don't watch Love and Hip I don't watch that shit Right because it's on the timeline Like it's not hard Just scroll down your timeline Like oh okay Who who such and such And niggas be using hashtags And shit so Yeah it's cool A lot of this shit I don't care about either But It's it's easy to be relatable Try Try it That's what it is It's effort Just try to be relatable I mean I also Like Not saying I'm like I'm not about to Send Santana myself And talk about Hmm. You know what I'm saying How (laughs) I have a better Uh a better understanding of men <laughs> because I, I grew up with all guys but seriously like that's kind of how my shit started because i started that with my dad like he would be sitting there watching football and stuff like that and i would sit there and watch it with him so i kind of like know football like i can i know what's going on i have a favorite team i'm like oh i have favorite players even most my people don't have fathers all right my player retired my favorite player retired but i um I know a decent amount about it. And so I can sit there, but I, that was the thing. That was the way I chose to buy on my dad. Like, if he was sitting there watching football, I didn't want to get on his nerves. You know what I'm saying? So I would sit there and watch it with him. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, okay, this is his time. He's free time. He's up. He's off work. Let me hang out with my dad. And we watch our football. So that's what we do. That is a topic down the line. What? It goes both ways. Why do people, like, Need attention when you're doing some shit. 
What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? You could be watching the game and shit. Like, oh, da 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 da. Hey, look at this. I think I'm watching the game. I can't say that I don't do that sometimes. She's like, I'm watching the game, bro, too. I can't say that I don't do that sometimes. But games have commercials. I do. Okay, and DVR has pause. Like, if somebody came and asked me some of this shit, I pause my own shit. When I watch TV. DVR in the game I'm not talking about the game I'm saying that you can pause it Is what I'm saying Yeah I mean it, It's just like that Like I guess that to me That don't really bother me like that Like Unless It, it depends on what I'm watching Like when people call me And I'm watching TV I'll be like Hello But Or I'll answer Or the FaceTime While you're watching TV Yeah like, what, what do you want <laughs> I'm watching TV But yeah I don't um, I don't know I just don't <laughs> I don't want to say it's like that because I do. Now I will say this: I don't necessarily agree with Hendrix in that regard. Like, don't talk to me while I'm doing this. No, I don't mean but don't talk to I me. I legitimately, but... I do agree that it is important to adopt your mate's interest to a certain extent. Like, it should be something that y'all have common ground on, like a show y'all watch together, or you know what I'm saying, or like this is her. This is really like this is really her show. Like, you got a nigga that really, 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 really love football then bitch you better buy a jersey and you know what i'm saying go to some games or something but it's like that's how i mean like finally and the same thing like she might really like i don't know she might she, like love and hip-hop yeah she might love watch love and hip-hop what? so you, you might have, have to, to catch it you might have to catch a couple episodes some love and hip-hop you know what i'm saying because i've seen shit i've seen niggas be like that sometimes like damn he cheated on her talking to the girl and shit like that like yeah nigga <laughs> Shit, I actually did the guy that had me watching fucking growing up hip hop or some shit like that. I don't even watch reality shows, but he did. He had me watching growing up hip hop. I'm like, oh okay. I mean, I act fake interested in that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. okay, that's what we doing. All right, cool. What's going on? Tell me, let, let me know what's going on, man. I don't watch this shit. I was a nigga in that scenario. <laughs> but. You, I, I think that's important to adopt your major interest, like to a certain extent. Obviously, you don't have to be like all up in a shit or with everything. It's a balance. But to a, yeah, it's definitely a balance because I think it comes out to the fact you're supposed to be friends with them and not necessarily just like cool. I know way too many people that's just like that's my man, that's my girl, but they're not actually friends. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Savvy. Um, you will find your relationship is way more easier when that person is your friend. Breakup is way more harder, but. Yeah. Uh, maybe. All right. So, it's our Hutch's episode, and we want to do a little bit of uh, reflection Fuck before that. we no, go. <laughs> See, <laughs> niggas. Um, we want to do some reflection before we go. Um, it's been hard. I ain't gonna lie. Like it's been hard. We, especially reaching a milestone that you know if everything went your way. You would have been reached But it's a milestone nonetheless I I guess I kind of equate it to Being like a, a fifth year senior It's like yeah You didn't get there when you're supposed to But you got there So you, it's something that you should be happy for And I'm happy Like If you would have told me What almost what was it Almost three years ago That I would have people who Tuned in to a show to specifically listen to me and what I had to say, I probably would have called you crazy because half the time when I'm talking, I don't want to hear me. So 
to have somebody who's actually interested in me and my takes and how I feel and what I'm interested in, like, it's amazing to be in this place because that's not something that everybody gets a chance to do. Like, even in this day of social media where everybody's able to voice their opinions and able to basically get their shit off, a lot of that shit is not retained. A lot of people, you know, aren't retaining those minute videos on Instagram. So let alone a hour and a half, two hour podcast on a weekly basis. Like, that's incredible to have people who are actually invested in your lives and want to know about your growth and development. Because, like we said, we've been through a lot. As far as people during the course of these 100 episodes. And yeah, it's, it's mind boggling, really, to me. As far as what? What's mind boggling? I mean, we've had a lot of people who we've seen come and go. And even though a lot of people felt like we were going to come and go, like. <laughs> We are, we're still here regardless. You know what I'm saying? We even though like we are still here. Like, some weeks is holding on by a thread, but we're still here and we're still trying. And to y'all will understand that more if you had to deal with Hendrix. <laughs> and you know we're still here and we're still trying to provide you guys entertainment. On a regular basis Because you know You do need those little breaks I know me as a podcast listener It's cool to hear other people's stories And other people's opinions And learn how other people grew up And you know Just learn people's stories So I know as a fan Before we started A podcast The fact that we actually have people who Look at us Like I looked at the people I looked at when I was You know listening Yeah because honestly, what I've realized most importantly is that obviously, yes, the content and having a good show and having good sound quality and having good equipment and like all the inconsistency and, you know, reaching your target audience, like all of these things are important. But at the end of the day, it's like podcast is a, a relatively new, you know, thing still, a new medium, new form of content creation still, still up and coming. And, but it's still a ridiculous amount of shows and so many different shows by different people and so many of them have similar markets. What I realized and what I've come to terms with is that sometimes it's not really about the show as much as what you put into it. And what I mean by putting into it is that after a while, let's say you have, well, it might be some other millennial show. I don't know. But you have so many point of view shows where they talk about pop culture and they talk about things and it is what it is. The thing that keeps people and the same thing that keeps me listening to the shows that I listen to is the people. You actually get to the point where you enjoy the actual host. That's what's ultimately going to set you aside. So if I had to give any advice to like a new podcaster, I'm like, okay, yes, focus on that. Get your target audience and your name of your show and, you know, make it catchy and make it stick out. All these good things, yes. But at the end of the day, 
people are going to what keep people coming back and listen to your show specifically because they can listen to any show and get pop culture topics. They can listen to any show and get a recap of fucking love and hip hop. They can listen to a pl- you know what I'm saying, a plethora of shows and find out the hot takes from fucking ESPN. But what's going to keep them coming back listening to your show and make sure show differently is what you bring and how they connect and respond to you personally. Like, is people that legitimately like when I've done other shows and like talk to other podcasters and it still trips me. Young people are like, oh, I was really looking forward to listening to meeting you and I was listening to the show and I'm like, oh shit, I'm still always taken aback by that. Like me, really? Yeah, because yeah, it's just like, but people, it, it is crazy. Like it's something that is really refreshing. And it's really rewarding, especially when you've been, not that we've been in the game so long, but we've been doing this for as long as we have with very little conversation all our own pocket, I would say. It is extremely refreshing to know that someone is feeling you. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, okay, I hear you. I, I feel your personality, where you're coming from, who you are, your show. I get it. I respect your opinions on shit. And I want to keep receiving that. Like, that's a really good feeling. And it's very rewarding in this industry that it takes a while for it to even get to the point where you might be profitable. Yeah, trust me. The people who listen, you guys are listening to the show, y'all are the reward for us doing this. Cuz we're in the red. Like most podcasts, don't don't get shit confused when people like to boast and you know, put up their stats and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's cool. Everybody got stats, but like she like Casey said, it's relatively new. So niggas is not really making profits off of this. Yeah. Like, so everybody's putting out money on a regular basis. Everybody's still going to work every day to make money because this is not a job. It is a hobby still. We haven't crossed the job plateau yet. So, yeah, it's it's, y'all are the reward. And we do this for y'all. And my advice for a new podcast or a podcast that just started or has been going for a little bit and hit that road that fork in the road that everybody's hit in the the podcast community should i continue going should i change my whole approach or i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like it is it's always those three things like just continue to be yourself and provide whatever commentary that you're providing from your point of view is not going to be widely accepted. It's not. Sorry, like everybody like everybody's not going to like you and you shouldn't want everybody to like you. You should want to have this core audience that fucks with you and understand build, you right and, and builds like around that. that like we don't play k to audiences we don't make we don't do shows so that we can get clicks and likes and reposts and retweets and all oh, yeah we don't you know we don't do shit for like emails and shit like that like y'all can send me if y'all want right we we give you guys option and we're cool with you guys not necessarily emailing us like that like because y'all talk to us on a regular basis thirsty <laughs> Or shit like that. Like, <laughs> for you guys to deal with shit like that every week. Fuck out of here. Actually, we honestly, how many shows have you really done, done like this? Like two or three? Where we just came in here and talked? Not that We many. usually have a pretty structured show. Um, and it's been structured for a while. And that's for our own benefit because yeah. if left to our own devices, we would be up here for like four hours talking about nothing. So. Yeah, more about nothing. I mean, honestly, 
it all is a desire to want to do it I remember why you did it like anytime somebody asks you I'm like I started a show cause you know I was avid podcast listener listening to these different shows hearing different perspectives disagreeing with these perspectives and being like I know I'm not the only person that thinks like this and feeling like I had a voice that needed to be heard and like maybe you know voice with people whatever I'll be the voice of the voiceless whatever the fuck the case may be that's cool but just for the opportunity for somebody that thinks like me to listen to a podcast and be like you know what Ex- exactly somebody fucking gets it aha uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like that was the what sparked it for me for somebody but oh yes somebody gets it because i don't even remember i used to listen to shows i, I fuck with podcasts and i'll be like uh no all right you're sitting there like that's horrible fucking advice don't tell them that you know what i'm saying and it's just like all right Clearly, I don't be thinking like other people. And that was more times than not, which is what made me think like, damn, in my perspective, really that crazy? You know what I'm saying? Was it really that different? And yeah. so much of it was my indifference to shit. Like, I, did not, I don't even want to say indifference to shit, but like just not feeling like I had to be give the cool answer all the time. Like, our show comes organically. And I feel like lately, I mean, our show came together organically. But lately, I think it's been... <laughs> put into question about like where awkward came from oh really so let's give a uh we're gonna give a synopsis me and hendrix are both actually awkward right and i think it just depends on people maybe not recognize what that means or realize what it means or grasping the Socially concept. awkward means that I'm gonna see if I can find a dictionary different. You can go. I'm gonna see if I can find a dictionary. Different. We record together because we're, you know, comfortable around each other. But when there's a variable aspect to it, like when we perhaps when we guest host on somebody else's show or shit like that, we don't tend to uh, you know, present what you guys hear on here because we're Socially awkward, like we especially Hendrix. Whenever we do a guest show, this nigga don't talk. <laughs> hey, you know I let other people. See, I think people expect me to talk because I'm the outspoken one on this show. So I'm like, it's almost like if people, people, it's okay. They kind of let you cook, but whenever it come to me, it's like, bitch, no, you don't shut up any other time. I mean, but that that's just as part of this. Like that was the milestone of this. Is like actually getting on here and talking. And knowing that everything that you said is going to be listened to. See, I didn't even think like that. It's kind of like, for me, it was kind of like, I think that's almost why it doesn't register. People have to understand, to me, how that actually works out. Like, we are two people, especially when we first started, we were literally just like a couple talking to each other about shit. So it was just kind of like, and, and even now, like this is one of my closest friends, I talk to him about anything anyway. So it's just like now it's like we're just two people talking. So it's like we're already comfortable around each other. So I get that sometimes maybe the social awkwardness might not register on the show because we're in a safe space. We're talking to each other. We already know each other. We already fuck with each other. Socially awkward is like social anxiety around people in in social situations and group large and groups of people and stuff like that. I'm like that. I don't talk to people. I literally spend I, I be at work and I don't talk to nobody. I literally I would go and like good morning, good morning. I literally had this thing and judge me if you want but as a grown-ass adult at 28 years old i don't speak unless i'm spoken to (laughs) to strangers like if someone even people i know i will walk by co-workers that i know i usually speak to every day and still won't say anything until they speak to me 
judge me all you want, but I don't, it's just like, it gives me anxiety or something. It's like, I don't know if I'm bothering them. I don't want to say anything. I, like, I will overthink myself into a fucking panic attack. I'm good. If you want to speak to me, you will speak to me. That's how I feel about stuff. So it's just like, I'm, re- I'm addressing this now because I feel like, because I think it gets lost sometimes in translation because we are two people that already know each other, we're already familiar with each other. We do a show together, so we talk freely. It seems like, oh, they're not fucking socially fucking awkward or weird because we sit here and, and shoot the shit and harass each other and have like genuine open conversation. That's because we know each other. This is a safe space that we created with each other. Right. If you were talking to the masses, like I, shit, I, I, we'll see when you know what I'm saying when it gets if if and God willing it gets to that point when we do like our first live show, how fucking interesting that would be. You know what I'm saying? Actually, be talking in front of other people. But literally, like, it's normal because we've created a safe space. So that's why I think when I get asked that question, it's just like, if you're listening to it and you're wondering, I don't think it translates in the same way that it might present itself in our everyday lives of being like, I don't really fuck with human beings. Also, let's cut the shit. Okay. Everything is about branding. So, yeah, we're awkward. We're millennials. <laughs> it's two of us. <laughs> guess what? Two AM is like a pretty good branding for a podcast. If you didn't notice, like yeah, I, oh. get, I, I get, I get those kind of that's dope all the time. And, or, or I'm getting asked if we record at two AM, which we don't. This acronym for we did release episodes at two AM in the beginning, but that became pretty daunting. Um, and that wasn't even by design. I think that was just because I was in the school. I was in school at the time, and that was just when I was done. <laughs> that was before we learned how to edit. Officially, everyone was editing for hours. Yeah, Shit. all of that. Like, our, <laughs> have y'all noticed our audio quality? Like, yeah, it, it started off with one mic, a shitty mic, both of us on it, and yeah, now we edit really, really well. Like, it's just about growth, and that's about anything that you do in life. So. Like, don't take this as like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, podcasting has to be this way. Do however the fuck you want to do it. That's what we did. Yeah, because honestly, I didn't realize until quite recently that we're one of the few shows that I know of that do everything on our own. Yeah. A lot of people, like, you know, get studio time or or work out of a network kind of thing. And we don't. We just kind of, we just, like, bought the equipment and and learned and literally, like, self-taught podcasters. Everything that you see is done by self. Independent. Yeah. We have a crew. We indie indie. We do here. Yeah, we have like we have a, a team. Two A Medium Group is a company that presents our. I mean, I'm presenting my own shit. I guess. All right. Presents the podcast as well as Down with the King podcast. Shout out to Will K and Chris Wade. But right. in between the four of us, in between the four of us, we get this shit. We get this shit cracking. Everything, everything that you see and everything that you hear, literally, visually. And audio comes from a team of four people. Yeah, so guys, when you see me posting memes on the page, you know, on the show page as promotion, I don't know how to make all the fancy photos you guys make for every, you know, every episode. I don't talk to Chris. (laughs) No, but see, I'm also not waiting a week to put out what the fuck my thoughts were. Yeah, that's real. No disrespect to how other people operate, but yeah, when you hear me, when you see me post a picture on Sunday recording, it's coming out later that night. Sorry. It's edited. It's going to be promoted. It is what it is. So, yeah, like I said, do it however you want to do it, but mainly do it your way. 
Do not look at the community and the people that you look up to and look at them as like, oh, I have to be like them. Mm, no. Yeah, it's definitely doable without that. Don't even put that kind of a level of pressure on yourself. All right, just be you. Yeah. It's going to be slow. It's going to be tedious. You don't have to grind. You don't have to put yourself out there. But as long as you're satisfied because you're looking at you, not looking at them, you'll be fine. I think that's how so many people end up fucking up because they're trying to chase this unattainable goal. You shouldn't want to be like them. You should want to be like you. For sure. Oh, how encouraging. So, I mean, I guess, Andrew, would you say, um, what can I ask you? That's fun. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, my favorite episode is probably Everyday Struggle because I got out some um, thoughts and some things that weren't, that wasn't exposed before then. And I got that out and I've been in a happier place as far as that goes for a while after that. Because when you talk about things like, you know, suicide and shit like that, like a lot of people don't know how to handle it. But Mm -hmm. even you don't know how to handle it until you actually talk, you know, talk it out. And once you talk it out, you can kind of leave it there. And every every now and then I still go back and listen to it because, you know, saying I remember that place that I was in and I'm thankful that I'm not in that place now. Yeah. So yeah. What's your what's your favorite episode? Um black ass episode. How did you know that? My favorite episode is one black ass episode. It's my favorite episode for because I feel like that was the time which That's when you became I, a superstar. No, but I felt like that was when I felt like I don't know. I think that, I don't know if that was my first Casey rant, but it was the start of the <laughs> the <laughs> start the start of them for sure. Like where it was like, okay, and we're ranting, and um. And I feel like that was when I felt like I came into myself. I'm like, oh, we really doing this podcast and shit. Like we were, when we did one black ass episode, it was like, oh, okay, we 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 doing this for real. It's no turning back now. Yeah, like, it's no turning back now. We already said the shit. Like so we said we it, and so it was just like that was one thing. Like, you know, I like I feel like a podcaster. That was the moment where I feel like a podcaster. I would say that was what I would say that's my favorite episode. My first, my most questionable episode is. Um, I'm not a racist because I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck we did on that episode. I listened to that it. That made people love it so much. I listened to it. It's a pretty good episode. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I have a listen. The topic that we're talking about, which was the I'm not racist video, is not like it shouldn't have no replay value at all. Yeah. But it's a pretty good episode. Uh, yeah. That maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Maybe because the term racist is like a buzzword. So maybe that made you draw people to it, man. Branding. Brandy, okay. But yeah, people love that fucking episode, and I have no idea why. <laughs> I haven't listened. I haven't listened. Like I, I listen to our show like the day after they come on, and I listen to it again, unless I don't get bored and I let that shit play through. But I can't play through a hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. When people ask me about stuff that happened on the show, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, because I say it on the show. And I go about my business And let it go Yeah <laughs> It's like oh yeah You said this two weeks ago I seen like, an interview And Summer Walker Was talking about that And she was talking about like Why she don't like to do interviews 
And she was like, because I, I said, like, music is my therapy. I said everything I had to say on the song. So, anyway, and then once that song is over, I don't even want to even talk about it anymore. Like, once I record that song, I'm done with it. And I'm done with I don't feel that way no more. I felt that way recording it. That moment is over and I'm done. It's almost kind of like that. Like, okay. Yeah, it's therapeutic. Yeah, it's a release for sure. Um, Favorite thing about our show. And then maybe... Hmm. Favorite experience. I'll go. My favorite um thing about it was I think that a lot of times we um talk about things that maybe not maybe people won't want to talk about. Because I said a lot of shows are not very um they stick to happier topics. And I feel like we're not afraid to talk about any and everything, whether it's assault or you know what I'm saying? Discussing consent or mental health. I know for a while, for we was like, it was like, was that like two, three weeks? No, months, whatever. We was doing mental health tip weeks, and we talked about and like every like he, with Hendrix mentioned with like everyday struggle. We talked about suicide, talked about depression, we talked about so many things. Like we covered everything from happy to sad. Like literally, in my opinion, we literally make a point to discuss all versions. And the variety of issues that millennials face in general. And that's a plethora and a magnitude of things. And we do it from our perspective. And a lot of times that is relatable to people. So it's like whether we're talking about depression or money woes or, you know, becoming adults, dating, relationships, sex, friendships, all these different things that will continue, that, that affects us in a, a plethora of ways. So, and we just happen to touch on all of these things. Which I think is what makes our show what it is. It's like it's the millennial experience. I say that for a reason. All of the things that encompasses the millennial experience, you know? Yeah. What would hmm. you say is your uh, favorite or standout thing that you um, fuck with with the show? I would say that it's all of the ideas that we've had, that we've tried. And that we've let go We have a graveyard of segments And ideas I definitely have a lot of <laughs> And it's just funny looking back um, Even the drops Like at a moment in time That was standard Like yeah we got drops for every segment And this this and that And just understanding over time Is like As a consumer Myself Man I don't give a fuck about them drops I don't hear that shit so I'm not gonna put You know what I'm saying It was a good idea I think honestly If I had to think about I think timestamps Are probably more relevant Than drops Like we just talk Okay we talk about this This Like we start this time Talking about that Versus actual drops Yeah Maybe I don't like timestamps Let me listen <laughs> I mean I don't I don't, look, I don't look at Even shows that I know That are timestamps I don't look at the timestamps either Right Like I don't I'm, I'm never gonna be the person That's like Oh so I'm talking about this it, it, uh, 25 minutes and 54 seconds Alright I'm gonna skip ahead Like I've never done that before Yeah So just the You know All the things Like It's the, it's essentially the growth The growth that we had That's organic And that you can have a Yeah they're improving Our audio qualities up there for a, me. a track record Of listening to Like y'all can see Like okay Well These couple episodes We tried doing this Like at one time We had Trump's tweet of the week That was in our idea folder Wasn't it 
No, we actually did that did shit. Did we do it? Yeah, we did that shit. Wow. Exactly. I don't even remember that. <laughs> we did that shit. So for me, it's all looking at all the things that we tried and. What's going on with this Democratic debate? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. It's a bunch of scammers. I don't know what's going on. Like, I thought it was like Bernie Sanders, and everybody's like, I'm like, oh, but no, Joe Biden, Joe Biden has more chance of winning. Then it's like, now they're treating him like Hillary Clinton. I don't know what's going on. What, what did he do? And he aligned himself with somebody racist, I think. The KKK or something. So, what's the, we, feel, we can talk about that off, off mic. What's, what's, the, what's the second question? I don't remember. What? <laughs> All right. So that is one of my favorite things about this podcast. The fact that Casey has not improved her memory since episode one. Oh, no, no, no. I don't remember. And all the questions that I've been asking thus far about the show, I've been coming up on top of the dome. So when you ask me to remember a question, I don't remember it because I literally just thought about it and asked you it. So, no, I have no idea what the other question was. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, this is us. Like, this like is- I, get, I don't know. What have you? Huh. All these questions is to garner the same answers. What did you learn? I don't know. We learned podcasting. I don't know. Um, I um, learned that. Uh, yeah, that's your favorite episode. I learned. I learned that sometimes what you think is easy is not at all. A lot of people make shit look easy. It's not. Podcasting is not easy. If done in a, I guess in a correct manner or like that like yeah if you're really trying to do podcasting do it it's i would definitely say yeah oh okay that's a new question you kind of answered it already but i'll let you maybe expand if yeah, you had just, to give any advice for up and coming or people wanting to start a podcast what would you say just do it yeah don't look at you know all the articles about what equipment you need, what software you need. Look, we we use very uh, outdated software. We're very minimalistic, but it works out. You just have to put the effort into it to yeah, make it the best that you can make it, and go from there. Like you're gonna build an audience. It might not be a big audience to start, or you might you know get this huge wave of people to start off and fall off and. It works like it's a, it's ebb and flow to podcasting. Like some weeks you might have outrageous numbers, and other weeks it's like people barely listen to this episode. It's okay, keep going. Some weeks you you know weeks you might not be able to record. Okay, record the next week. Yeah, because if you have you know you built this audience, this core audience, and one of the things that we really strive to get across is that we're regular people with regular lives and shit goes on and some weeks we really don't want to do this like i you know some weeks you go through shit where you really don't want to talk about yeah, it i can tell y'all right now i don't know about next week <laughs> <laughs> i gotta work and i got a lot of stuff going on but we'll see we'll, we'll see if we change the day like the business Side of it. See, that's another thing too. I guess uh, if I answer my own question when I present it to Hendrix as far as advice, it's a lot of things that you have to decide on your own. First of all, all of podcasting is trial and error. It's such a new medium. I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we'll know every single thing there is to know about it. We're still learning. The whole process of you starting the show will be trial and error. That's one of the things I should have mentioned before as far as like being like. 
feeling feeling good about myself as far as like podcasting goes it's like i've inspired a, a couple people to start shows and that's always super dope to me on that premise and then i right. have to get my um People think you're experts when you're not. I have to get my Diddy on. Like, I mean, I, we have advice to give, but I'm like, I, mean, I have to get my Diddy on. Like, oh, you know, well, you know, get down with us. Roll with us. Um, because we're not only running, like, we're not only content creators. I'm not only just making a podcast and also running a business and branding mm-hmm. and establishing and all of this stuff and, like, in, like, getting involved in content creation as a whole. So it's a lot more that goes into it. So, you know, we got to inspire. And that's probably one of the things that I guess advice I would give. Trial and error. Investing in your business and your content and all the stuff like that. Yeah, just invest in you. Be relatable. But but that's also, I don't say crock shit, but... Yes and no Because just like it's people Who Like you and don't like you In your life It's gonna be the same thing With podcasts It's gonna be with a Fuck with your podcast People who are like I just can't get down with it And I remember When we first started Getting like reviews And we got our first Negative review on Apple And it was just kind of like Oh like it's okay Show it's just not for me Leafy you bitch <laughs> And it wasn't like I didn't even really Even think about Like I, at first I was like Damn like What the fuck does he mean Like nigga Who the fuck don't like us but it's just like everything is not for everybody. He didn't necessarily just show. He just said it wasn't for him. He said it's a, it's, a, it's a cool show. It's just not my not my cup of tea. And I can't fault anybody for feeling like that. I don't even expect my family and friends. I don't want my family to listen. <laughs> but I don't even necessarily expect my family and friends to. I appreciate when they do, but it's not an expectation that I hold them to because they might not vibe with my brand of content. In my, you know, in my content and stuff like that, because I am a little dark. I am a little morbid. I probably talk more freely on this show because Hendrix is just as dark and morbid as I am. Then I do, and I will to them in a lot of ways. So I don't know, but that's just what I think. So, um, bottom line for me, um, you're good. Make the content that you would want to consume. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. And leave that's, it at that. That's good advice. Like leave it at that. Don't try and keep up with the Joneses. Make what you would want to listen to. And, and people, put it up. And now, because that's really what your niche audience would be like. You making the stuff that you would want to hear, uh, stuff that represents you and who you are, and then the people who fuck with it that will fuck with you in that way. The people that will entertain and enjoy the content you're creating. So if you just think about it in terms of that, then I feel like it makes sense. Cause, um, you know, I fuck with the shit. I fuck with. Like I listen. I, I listen back to. Them, I'm like, bitch, you right. And talking to myself. But. <laughs> Why didn't you stop her? Shit. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> what's wrong with another little Casey rant? I'm just like, I actually haven't written in a minute. I feel like because I actually got tired of it. Like I just got exhausted. Not like even just on the show because I don't even rant on the show. People, I want to people that people know I'm opinionated, especially men. Cause that's most of the people I hang out with outside of my two best friends. So men already know I'm opinionated, and so it's like my guy friends will go out of their way to agitate me. Not like and they want to. I don't even want to say agitate. I'm the person that they come to with these fucking um, weird ass 
like conversations you know I'm gonna feel strongly about. And it's like they ask me like, so what do you think about this? And it's just like, nah, nigga, you already know how I feel about some shit like that. So now I'm going off on a tangent. That's a question that you probably already know the answer to, but you just want to troll me or you want to get my opinion because you know that I'm gonna give you the re- the reaction that you want for the ignorance that you you know what I'm saying that you want to bring up out of me kind of thing. But yeah, I mean I get a lot of that like, oh you you know you don't step in when KC says this this and that because he uh, he know niggas ain't shit. What you guys fail to realize is we were actually in a relationship before, like even during this podcast and shit, and I've. Master the art of tuning Kenny's out. Like, Ooh, some, who the fuck is that? <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, oh, okay, you done? Okay, well, um, this. Yeah. That's just, I mean, I'm, what, do y'all, sure. what do y'all expect him to do? No, that's a better question. And she has the memory of a toddler, so when I cut her off, she just loses track of what I don't know what the fuck. Like, I would have just been like, oh, okay, well, I don't remember, so. Yeah. So to keep up with the cohesion of the the podcast, you just let her. I just said, what do y'all expect him to say? Mm. A lot of times I'm ranting. A lot of times he agree with me. You guys are too agreeable. Or he should. Y'all should too. Right? Because I ain't fake. I'm not about to argue with her just for the sake of arguing. Fuck. We tried that. It's not fun. I'm gonna try that one time. I've been doing it a lot lately. People ask me advice. I try to see both sides. I I provide two different. Scenarios for the solution. We're doing that lately. So, yeah, this is us, man. Um, is there anything else we want to touch on? Not really. Any current events? Um, Ross dropped a song, like it. It's called Act the Fool. I know some people was like didn't really fuck with it, but actually, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Actually, I don't know what it is. It's kind of catchy. Hopefully, I hope it catch for him. Um, I don't know what the label doing with him, but I like the song. Um. Somebody else I just want niggas to drop albums. Stop dropping singles. Eleven eleven. Yes. Lucky Day. Yes. Uh I was happy to see Lucky Day on the BT Awards. That was cool. He performed? He was in the um, you know, little artist spotlight, you know, the little side stage. Oh, what'd he sing? I forgot what he sung, but um, yeah. he did Tiny Desk concert and I was pissed because he didn't do none of the songs I like except for fucking Roll Some All. I'm like, what the fuck, fam? Um let somebody else drop some shit. Damn. I haven't got through any of the Chris Brown album because... I haven't even started it Yeah, I forgot that dropped. I need to be in a specific mind frame. I'm still I'm listening dying. to Meg. Sorry. Um, I heard Trina album was good. I listened to that. I like the song she got with Lysi and Keisha. I really looked up with Lysi and Keisha, though. She dope, too. Um, I'm thinking... Is that it? Damn. Yeah. My Warriors lost, obviously. How long have we been going? Um, the Drake and, Drake and Ross song. It's okay. I think people like Amarita better. Mm-hmm. I heard JT about to get out of jail. Thank God. 90 days. But that was a few days ago. Fuck. So 80 something. Yeah, look at fucking young Miami ass. Oh, well, she pregnant anyway, so in Miami, and I came to mm-hmm, sack these diapers, nigga. Pussy wetter than this aquarium. Fuck out of here. Wait, she said that. Yes, it's aquarium, not aquarium. It's aquarium. What's this aquarium? I have no idea. It's a planty. That same shit. <sighs> she said. She said that in the song. Yes. What song? I don't know. I think it was a guess or some shit. 
Oh God! I mean, we haven't recorded. I was gonna open up the podcast with that like a couple weeks ago. Damn, it's aquarium though. (laughs) I mean, it might be her accent. Maybe she did say aquarium, and it's just her accent so strong. Mm, I try to throw her a bone. I don't know. Damn, who? I feel like somebody else dropped, or maybe I just listen to a lot of old music. Eleven, eleven, lucky day. I feel like somebody else. Emma V. Or something like that. It's a London artist, I believe. UK artist. I like her shit, too. Um, I don't think that's new. But she had a song called Oops, That's My Shit. Tweet? No. I'll play it for you. Um, well, I feel like somebody else dropped. Somebody did. Damn, Caesar just dropped. I ain't listen to that shit. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I hope all the white people listen to it since we leave them alone. <laughs> um... That's all I really got for him. I guess nobody else did. Any other songs? Uh, whatever. I don't really give a fuck at this point. Um, I watched the last season of Easy. Season three? Um, I finished that in like two days. But the episodes are really short. It's an anthology. Did you ever finish? Did you ever start watching it? Mm-hmm. How far are you good? Not that far. Good. I just started skipping around the show. You on first season? See I just started skipping around whatever looked interesting. I saw that threesome episode. That shit was hilarious. Threesome episode. First season. Damn, I don't remember. Who was it? The married couple? It was a... Yeah, it was a married couple. They had like a little kid. Little baby. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I remember that episode. That's something people I was talking about. The people I was talking about was that married couple that... uh, The first episode. Opened their relationship up. Andy and... uh, Got the guy name. Yeah, that's it. That is it. If you want to email us, you can do so at podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about the show, this show, any other fucking show. Um, ask us whatever. We read it loud or we just respond to you. Um, hit us up on social media, the 2 a.m. podcast. That's on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Any way possible, you know what I'm saying? Check us out on most streaming mediums for podcasting. We're pretty much everywhere. If we are not on a medium that you just happen to love so much, shoot us an email or add us and we will get on there. ASAP Rocky Hendrix. Um, if you want to reach me, you can do so on all social medias at Noli Hendrix That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Where can I find you? If you want to reach me You can do so by uh, Finding me on Instagram And on Twitter At K in real life That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L L-I-F-E Like a camera reel I realize I've been To explain it to people lately Um <laughs> And then on Facebook At Casey Kyle Or whatever Listen Listen Disclaimer Stop motherfucking I know my snap is in my Bio on Instagram Niggas Listen here niggas Don't add me on snap And then hit on me Because I'm gonna think you ugly I feel like I said this before but you don't have no videos or no pictures on Snap. If you already went on Instagram and got my fucking 
Snap, you was on Instagram. No, you do different shit on Snap. Message me on Instagram. No, I want to see how you look. No, you be doing you be doing different shit, brother. What? You different person. On what? On Snapchat. How? I barely post on Snap. I say so. I really post on anything social media for real. Um, yeah, though. Like I said, don't do that. Because I'm gonna be like, oh, somebody Shrek trying to hit on me. Anyways, but yeah. Um, did this all my social media platforms? Yeah. All right. Um, did you have anything grinding your gears? We did that earlier. No. Okay. Yeah, really just people, niggas. My dad, he um, going to a wedding on my birthday. Huh. Fuck him. Kindly. Um, I think that's really it. Shout out to my uh, friends. I'll see y'all hoes next week. And um, I think that's it. Hendrix, what's up? Any last words? Hit me. Um, yeah. Remember. It's a real laid back show, huh? Millennials. Um, Nick, we made it. Shit. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. <laughs> Peace the fuck out. Bye. Bye.